Thanks for joining us again. This is Barry Kazire. Get ready for some real live marketing. Are you a small business owner that is confused over your accounting records? Accounting by Art can help you eliminate this confusion with a free initial one-to-one consultation. Art offers QuickBooks training seminars covering both QuickBooks desktop and QuickBooks online, as well as addressing your specific needs and questions. Visit accountingbyart.com and set up your free consultation today. Hello, everybody. Hey, and welcome back to Real Live Marketing. So this week, our guest is going to talk to us all about the subject of prospecting. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you all about her company. And then right after the show, I want to tell you about a book that I've read recently that I thought was fantastic as far as a procedure, a tool for prospecting on LinkedIn. I'm going to give you sort of my own cliff notes, if you will, my own little takeaway from the book. And then I'm really going to recommend that you go check out the book. Uh, I'll tell you about the author and everything right after the show. So hang on for that. But then in the meantime, here is some real live marketing. Feeling lost with accounting, bookkeeping, or payroll for your small business? Accounting by Art offers a free one-on-one consultation for the state of your business. Art Stump has years of experience helping small business owners with their accounting needs. He also offers QuickBooks training seminars covering both QuickBooks Desktop and QuickBooks Online, as well as addressing your specific needs and questions. Seminar participants also get a free one-hour office visit after the class to be sure their QuickBook issues are solved to their satisfaction. Mention this ad at your consultation and get 10% off initial services when you sign up and pay for your first month. Visit accountingbyart.com today and get started. So uh, welcome back to Real Live Marketing. This is Barry Kazire. I'm here with Patricia Cowan of Rainmaker Sales Support. Patricia, thanks for joining me. Nice to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's great. So you, you guys do sales support. You help people to find prospects and leads. Tell us a little bit about what you do. We do. Um, I've been in business about 18 years, mm-hmm. and um, I, my family's entrepreneurial, but I, I basically just saw um, a gap in, uh, in in the prospecting piece. A lot of outside sales reps don't enjoy cold calling, don't enjoy lead generation. Um, they pretty much do rather do anything than get on that phone. So uh, there are people that have specific skills and talent in that arena, so I brought such people together to help support outside sales reps. That's great. That's handy. Yeah. You know, so like, so then, um, so we're going to talk about prospecting a little bit today, and I'm wondering, like, uh, you guys, when you, how do you suggest somebody go about prospecting and putting together a prospect list? Here I am. Let's say I'm a tax accountant, right? And you know, we're in tax season right now, and I've just started my tax accounting service. Uh, what would you say would be some of the the ways that you'd suggest for me to put together a list? Uh, how would I start? Great questions. You know, I would say one of the weaknesses is often in the list. The very first thing people do is they want to go out and they buy a list. Well, a lot of times these lists are, are 
5,000 names, 10,000, never going to do anything with all those names. They get way more numbers than they actually need. Um, I think it's, it's very important to uh, define your targets. And I, again, I think that's lacking a lot of times is people don't, um, don't know exactly who they should be targeting. So there's some ways that we suggest doing that. Um, there's a program called Reference USA, which is unbelievable through the library. Now, I use a professional uh, version, which is Info USA, which is a pay site. That's what we but, use. Yeah, but for, um, but for folks that are only need a few hundred numbers and et cetera, you can use your uh, county library card online and go in and pull the exact same list as Info USA. Really? So it's a, it's a wonderful service you can do here in the office. Wow. Um, what's, it, what's it called? Reference USA. And okay. as long as you have a login from the library, you can do it from your desk. It needs a library card. So that's the first thing. Um, but what you can do in there, and if you're familiar with Info USA, you can uh, put in a certain industry type and the county and whatnot, but you can also reverse search your current clients. So if you have a handful that fit you perfectly, you'd be surprised how they look on paper. Um, in an accounting situation, maybe maybe if you look them up, they would find that restaurants that have been in business five to ten years already might be their best targets, maybe because they finally are, you know, really looking at a real CPA or, you know, whatever the case may be, or they have this many employees or this kind of sales volume or in this area. So once you start seeing a trend, then it's very easy to duplicate that trend. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I do is reverse search by name some of your best clients, get that data, then plug that in and get the rest in the area that are similar to that. Hmm. So that's a little that's a little trick that, that we do. Will it get, so if you reverse search them, then you'll get all these demographics specifics. Right. And then you can take those specifics, make a list of them and say, great, I know a bunch more people just like this and uh, uh, within whatever Yeah, well, you, you put that right back into Reference USA. So this time, instead hmm. of putting XYZ restaurant, you would have the data and you would put restaurants and you would put with five to 10 years and in this county and with this many employees and you get all of them that match what your current clients look like. Yeah. So that's a, you know, a quick, easy way. You know, I'm a build a model and repeat person. So mm -hmm. once you have a few that really fit you, um, it, and it's very interesting to do too, when people give me their, I usually ask for six or 10 current clients to reverse search for them. Um, but once you see that, it's amazing that maybe six of those will have will have been in business the exact same time, or you know that there is some defining factor that makes those fit you better. Right. Um, so that that's my first uh, suggestion is to see the clients that you already have and to get more of them. Um, Great, that makes so much sense. Yeah, right. if you can clone your clients, you call it client cloning. I think I, I you know ran into that as an example of how that's described. You just find those same dudes yep. or people. Yeah, you know? and yeah. then the other, you know the other thing too is that um, with lists, I think people have a tendency to get way too many numbers. You know, we basically, as a professional prospecting firm, we average about 20 calls an hour. So we're making 140 a day, mm -hmm. uh, day in and day out. I would say most people, if they do 20 a week, you know, even the people that sit down with their Zig Ziglar books and swear that they're going to do, you know, all this prospecting this year, maybe 50 a week. So if you figure that, you know, get a couple hundred. You don't need, you don't go buy a list for 5,000 or 10,000. That Reference USA is a wonderful um, resource to just literally pull, you know, a couple hundred names and dig mm, in. That's great. Um, yeah. You know, so also to you know, I always joke about at the base of your monitor, we all have a stack of business cards. It's a great place to start. And I know uh, I've learned from you in the talks you give too that, uh, you know, you have to use the connections that you've made. Mm -hmm. People go to networking events, they collect business cards, and they never call them. They, right. They never do anything with them. Yeah. Maybe they'll get on an email list, but to pick up the phone and say, hey, 
I just met with you. I'd love to sit down and see if there's some synergies between our companies. It's a great place to start, you know? Uh, Again, people think prospecting and they think a list of 5,000 and I must do a mailer and I must do this. And really, I'm more of a small numbers person. Let's just bite off what you can handle. Mm -hmm. Don't keep looking at the elephant. Look at what you can actually do. Yeah, once you find something that, that that's working, if you can figure a way to scale it, then you then then you're right. that's great. You then know, you, you take can, it nationally or something yeah, exciting. Yeah, you gave me goosebumps. Yeah, I'm yeah, such a I'm such yeah. a business chick. So yeah, that's exactly what you do, right? You yeah, go state to yeah. state and take over like, the world. And yeah, these are the perfect guys, and this is the perfect offer, and this is the perfect thing, right? Right. And so wow, we found the perfect thing. Now we can take this little uh, test market that we've had. And we can expand it to thousands yep. and thousands or tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Of right. Content, depending on the traffic we can handle. Yeah. Right? So that's great. So good. So that's a great place to start. It is. Yeah. yeah. Any other prospecting? Like, oh, for sure. I mean, another thing that I think is, that I find, it's so fun to be on this side of it because, you know, uh, I wish a lot of my clients did, did a lot of these things. But follow-up is really lacking. Um, now, it could be that the companies that I work with depend on us for it. And that's awesome because mm-hmm. we do that for them. Um, but I... You have to have a tracking system. You have to put it somewhere. And when I give my talks, you know, there are all kinds of CRMs out there. Everything from the online ones to softwares. I'm a, I'm a very frugal person. So, you know, I, if you, you have no CRM, I always recommend people get an old version on eBay. Pick up an act. Pick up a gold mine for 40 bucks. You know, it doesn't have to be, again, keep it simple. You're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get all legitimate licenses on eBay for my own company. Again, I'm kind of frugal. So, you know, I don't sure. buy the latest word either. And word still works. You know, you right. don't need the latest version. So if you're going to get a CRM, that's what I suggest. Uh, even before you buy it off on monthly charges or anything, just get an in-house CD. If you're out and about, you can always use go to my PC to, to get to it if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if that sounds like more than some people want to handle, you know, I'm old school. Write down everybody you meet on an index card. Put it in the next file. If you're supposed to call them in two weeks, you put it on. You get one of the expanding folders, mm-hmm. 1 through 30 or January through December. Just move your index cards. And it sounds so, it does sound so old-fashioned in this day and age. But again, I run into so many people doing nothing. And um, prospecting is, as you know, just the very first, the very first step of making a sale. You know, there's lots of touches that go in after that. There's lots of touches, and right. after you initially meet them, right. um, you know, one call closes or one meet closes aren't nearly as uh, prevalent as we all wish that they would be. Yeah, if you're a great, I mean, then you have to, you, just, and you probably shorten that by investing in some sales training, maybe. Oh yeah. You know, but. That's another story. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, follow up. After you meet somebody, call them. Touch base with them now and then. And, you know, I also like a multi-level approach. Um, I, you know, I own a prospecting company. We do cold calling. But I would never say don't do a mailer or don't do emailing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I saw years ago a a talk. um, I'm sure I saw a talk. This is not an original thought is my point. I've been to a lot of these things. But can people respond to the senses? So, you know, some people, you walk up, you shake their hand, that, that touch, they need that in-person interaction. Mm-hmm. Other people, maybe the phone, the ear. Other people, they have to read or touch something or get an ad specialty item. So I always recommend trying to think about that and cover the touches. matter of fact, when I learned this, this technique, they even said, like, something that smells like cookies. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if, you can, if you can somehow touch all five senses and have them... Um, associate with your company, you have a better chance of reaching a broader audience. Mm. So yes, I believe in cold calling, but I also believe that that information you get from picking up the phone and prospecting should be used. Mm. Um, As we call, we always ask for emails from the receptionist. Oh, Joe's not around. Maybe I'll drop him an email. 
do you have his email by chance? And, you know, we, we gather all the data we can, even if you're not doing any emailing right now, um, you never know when you're going to need the data. Don't waste the phone call, you know, right. gather, gather, gather. Right. And then, uh, you know, once, once you have that information, you can do lots of things with it. And, you know, in general, I'm a simple person, as I mentioned. So just like with the prospecting the list, I think people think they don't can't email unless they do constant contact. Mm-hmm. You can sit in front of your TV at night and send five emails out. It's you true. know, it's it's, true. it's so easy, and those five are better than doing nothing. Right. And and people just if I can't buy a list of five thousand and I can't email five thousand, I'm right. not going to do anything, or I'm going to save the money till I can do that. And really, you can start a lot simpler and a lot easier than some of those things. Yeah, I mean, you really should invest some, some sales training and send out, I mean, if, whether you're using constant contact, whether you're sending personalized emails, we do a lot of both, right? Oh, right. Uh, but but that sales tools, that's okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I understand. It's like we, we demand, uh, we have two things, just so you know. It's not, um, we demand personalized letters that people send out a lot of those. And then we demand that and we can use constant contact just to reach out to them, right? And it just kind of like automatically send our newsletter or a class schedule. But that doesn't replace uh, the personalized letters. And we actually find that the personalized letters influence our income more than anything else. Right. Yeah, the personalized letters and the phone calls are actually better. Right. You know, and, but the other stuff, people, they just kind of like, oh, it's a flyer. It's like a... That's what it's for. Sure. You know, it's like just stay in front of them. Well, right. And just like, and, and exactly like that. You definitely use a multi-level approach. Right, right. I've had gotten phone calls from you after after events. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm preaching the choir here. Yeah. But, you know, That's quite right. often people, I think, you know, don't start because they see it as too big. So I guess mm-hmm. my point is, it's just like with prospecting. You know, we do that for people. But at the beginning, just tell yourself you make five calls a week. You know, yeah. just just a couple until you can build up and then start outsourcing some of these things, you mm-hmm. know, that, that can... Then you go after the numbers. Right. But you don't have to be, you know, uh, afraid to jump in and do anything. And I think sometimes I feel that in people. They feel like nowadays if they can't get, you know, a, a CRM and a this and a that, that they can't prospect. And it's just not true. Not you, true. you still have options. Right. Well, we, um, yeah, like I had a guy um, speaking at a tax accountant inside a guy that I said, well, why don't you sit down and just, just find all your friends, you know, start your Facebook accounts, find all your friends and make, you make a list like that. And then start to instant message people. And then to have for more lengthy conversations, maybe collect those email addresses that way. And you can use that as a way to cultivate and start okay. your list. Yeah. And so, because Facebook will help you to uh, find the people that you know. Because they have incredible mega computers that are as big as it's a building. amazing. I mean, I don't know how they do it exactly. It's like, uh, those are some serious computers uh, that basically search through all the data and say, oh, look. You probably know this person, right? And uh, and they go, you know, and a lot of times they're correct. And sometimes it's like, how do they know that I know? Yeah, it's freaky, big you know? brother. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, so that's all of that. And then, but that's a great way for you to cultivate and create a list. You can put that. You can use that to get a prospect list, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. Good. And so, uh, so then, what follow ups key too? Definitely, I for agree. Sure. Uh, I was I saw a statistic on the internet the other day that. 98% of all um, sales are made because of follow-up, right? 98%, you know? I mean, it's like, I mean, people don't walk in and just say, very few people walk in and say, I would like this. Right. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? That would be great. Yeah, would be great. You know, I, I think people expect that. They have to know that 98% of all sales are made from follow-up, so that has to be done. 
So, uh, you know, just to briefly tell me, how do you, how do you service people uh, in your business? And is there like, they might give some people some ideas as well, but like, how do you, um, you know, what, what else do you do personally? What does your business do? Well, uh, oh, yay. <laughs> oh, oh no, I hate talking about that. Um, so we'll, what we do for our clients, the company started as a prospecting company. We've mm-hmm. branched off into other arenas, mm-hmm. but primarily we would develop a list with you, um, get on the phone, introduce ourselves as being with your company, mm-hmm. uh, with the goal to be usually to get a phone or an in-person appointment. Now, mm-hmm. along the way, if they ask for info, we keep your letterhead on file, we mail it. We also mail a, um, a confirmation letter for every appointment set. And then since then, we've, we've started offering some cultivation steps because people don't like to make those follow-up calls. Mm-hmm. So you can give those leads to us after you go on them, and we'll touch base with them now and then. Mm-hmm. So it's a good, succinct service for a strong closer. When there comes a point where you're losing money by doing it yourself, it's definitely time to, to look at other options. And we're mm-hmm. one of them. That's great. Yeah. Well, good. So we'll give a link to your website in the, uh, in the, in, Thank you in for the that. thing for sure, uh, in the show notes. But then... Um, uh, the other thing is, uh, you mentioned a couple things that I think are pretty key. Appointment setting, a follow-up confirmation of appointments. Mm-hmm. We confirm our appoints, appointments daily. And then we also, you know, great, looking forward to you, you know, seeing you today, that type of thing. Right. Those are those are all you have to follow up and follow up and follow up. Sure. That's all part of it. And in-person is ultimately what you're going for. That's best. Phone sales are great. They do. You can do them. We do a lot of them. But in person is usually a bigger dollar. I totally agree. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I own a company that does telephone work. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, I believe sales are still personality yeah. driven. You know, even if they have to collect, you know, three vendors or, you know, they'll give you right of last refusals with the rep they like. Mm-hmm. It's human way, you know. Yeah. So um, I think it's yeah. very important. Oh, yeah. To, it's all, it all fits together because the number of calls that you make, the number of letters that you send out, emails, uh, the emails, all, yeah. you know, the, the we can't emails as letters as long as they're personalized not form letters right. but uh but yeah so like then that really influences the income heavily and then those appointments and the the estimates that you send out for people quoting your service those are all things that factor into you know great prospecting that will result in sales and then yep. you keep building that list as you go and do the same and then yeah, add water and repeat you and know? you get better at it yeah. you know even when we prospect and you know my people i keep our rainmaker on the schedule. So my people set appointments for me because if I don't believe in the system, then I can't very well be out here telling other people to use it. Right. Um, but you know, some appointments are better than others and that's mm-hmm. how it goes. And that's how it would be for anybody if they outsource it or their own personal prospecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I always think of everyone as a, as practice or you don't know who, the, who they sit next to in church or, you know, you know, there is no bad appointment. If you mm-hmm. get to talk about what you do, mm-hmm. I would suggest always doing it with enthusiasm, always being, you know, happy to, happy to be there and have a chance to present what you do. Um, again, it, this is a, a form for me to kind of instruct where I don't get to normally, but you know, I think that's a big thing too, is people say, Oh, this, I walked up and it looked too small. I didn't even go in. I think, ah, you don't know they could have a building behind that building or, you know, I mean, anything, you know, you have a chance to talk about what you do, take it. Yeah. You can't qualify visually. Right. I mean, maybe you can't, you could do some things, but even you can have some people that walk up to you that don't look like they're qualified at all, who then go, well, and they pull out this water cash out of their (laughs) pocket or something, you know? And I mean, which is, yeah, I mean, that's happens. Right. And and so qualifying without a few questions is not a really good idea. Sure. Yeah. So uh, great. So well, good. So like in closing, 
Do you have some, uh, what, how about uh, a couple words of wisdoms to, to those guys out there? Like, what is your philosophy on prospecting or, or some point that we should share, something for them to take away? Hmm, my philosophy would be professional persistence. Okay. Uh, you don't want to bug people if you're, if, with any type of, of media, but I would say that uh, you want to keep your name in their brain. So whatever that entails, from drop-ins to emails to letters to calls, uh, I'd mix it up and, and do something every now and then. Fantastic. All right, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed the show. As promised, I'm going to give you some cliff notes here from a book that I read recently. The author's name is Josh Turner. He wrote a great book on LinkedIn called Connect. Josh has LinkedIn University, which is a great resource, a place where you should definitely go and learn about how to utilize LinkedIn. So here's a few of the tips from Josh's book. And there's a lot more in the book than what I'm about to give you. So I highly recommend you just read it yourself. But here's a great way to utilize LinkedIn that totally agrees with my own philosophies and how you should go about using LinkedIn. First off, I don't know that if you've ever received those annoying communications from somebody that you just connected with who's immediately all in trying to sell you something. You know, right away we connected for the only purpose of connecting was for him to sell you something. It's really not a very useful way to use LinkedIn at all. Really, what you have to do when you're when you're meeting somebody is you have to develop a communication connection, right? And if you have to develop that connection first before you can expect to ask. You know, a, a lot of times in social media, we talk about the philosophy of being give, 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 ask. This is the right philosophy to use in social media. So here's how you go about it. I totally agree with what Josh says. The first thing you do is connect with somebody. Ask if you could be a connection. Say there might be some good reasons for the two of you to be connected. Keep it simple. Make it original communication if you can. Uh, Josh talks about keeping a spreadsheet where you can keep track of these things. He even talks about downloading your contacts into a spreadsheet, which you can do from LinkedIn, so that you can keep track of the dates at which you've reached out to them along this procedure. He actually recommends like a four-month strategy that really just starts with contacting the person and mentioning that you might have some good reasons to be connected without going into any specifics or trying to sell the person at all. From there, the next step is, and this is like a month later, to reach out to the person and say, something about their profile, congratulate them on something that they did, acknowledge some achievement, some activity. This will take looking at their profile and knowing something about them, which establishes more reality actually with the person. So you can deliver a real, not a form letter or fake communication. Step three, done in the third month, just two months after you started, is to share an article of interest. Find an article on the internet that you think that person might be interested in based on their profile. It could be related to your industry, but not necessarily something that you wrote. You might want to relate it to your industry to keep it on task with what you're doing. But the most important thing is make it something that you really think that person would find useful. What's your reality on them? And the final step done 30 days later is to ask for a phone call. Ask if it'd be okay if you gave them a call just to briefly touch base and to see if there might be some way that you could help each other. So four different contacts done over three months, a three month project, if you will. And that's my synopsis of it. I highly recommend reading Josh's book. It's not a very long book. You can listen to it or read it. 
uh, and he'll go over the specifics on this with a lot more detail. But this is a great way to reach out to people in a specific industry that you might want to contact. When I read Josh's book, I was surprised and actually amazed at what a fabulous prospecting tool I feel this is. I even proposed clients purchasing this service from me and we are putting together a way that we can actually deliver this to clients. So there you go. From Josh Turner's book, Connect, check it out. Hey, and contact me if you want some more details about how you might take advantage of or utilize this type of service or just do it for yourself. Good. So, hey, I hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week for some more real live marketing.